Welcome to the Devotional Toddcast, hosted by Pastor Todd Walker and Crossroads Church in Littleton, New Hampshire. But for tonight, we're going to look at a passage that I absolutely love. Does anyone have like kind of an inner child in them that loves exciting passages, things like that? I have one of the most exciting passages I've ever read tonight. It's from Mark chapter 5. You can follow along in your Bible. I'm going to, I'm going to read it out loud. But I want to ask, before we get to this passage, I want to ask especially the kids, if you've ever wanted to put two strong guys together in the same match, the same battle, okay, let me give you an example. If you put Superman and the Incredible Hulk in a fight, who would win? Me. I believe that. I think Cheryl would win. Superman and the Incredible Hulk. Who says Superman? Really? He's super. Three of us say yes. Who would say the Hulk would win that? Okay. Who's do, who doesn't want to contribute? <laughs> Probably not likely to happen, yes. But you'll hear me because I'm going to go somewhere with this. But I remember doing that as a, as a young kid with my brother. is trying to think of the two strongest people I could put in a match and see who would win. Well, who do you think would win? And this is an obvious question. If Jesus fought Satan one-on-one, who do you think would win? You guys, you guys are a good church. You said the right answer. I'm going to share with you a passage tonight that is kind of along those lines. It comes from Mark chapter 5, and it's about a man with demon possession. It's an exciting tale, but also kind of a scary tale. But I want to share this with you from Mark 5. It's always been a favorite of mine, and I'm just going to read it aloud, and I'll pause along the way. It said, they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gerasenes. And when Jesus stepped out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs, a man with an unclean spirit. So this man that's going to meet Jesus is demon-possessed. Okay? It says in verse 3, he lived among the tombs. Think about that. That's strange, right? To live among the graveyard. This guy lived among the tombs. And it says, no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been bound with shackles and chains, but he wrenched the chains apart and broke the shackles in pieces. No one had the strength to subdue him. So I want you to picture that, okay? I want you to picture this guy tormenting an entire region. He's a demon-possessed man, and he's scaring everybody in the region. So I want you to imagine, this is conjecture, but I want you to imagine they get all their strong guys. Okay, and they say, we're getting this guy out tonight. We're done with this guy. This guy's terrifying us and our children. We're done with this guy tonight. Let's get all our strong guys and go subdue this man. So they try. They get all their strong guys together. They get chains and shackles. They wrestle him to the ground. They put him around him. They lock it up and they think they got the guy. And he stands up and he wrenches them apart like they're not even there, like rubber bands. That's why I asked you about the Incredible Hulk. That's the scene I want you to picture, only this is for real. This is an actual, real event that took place, okay? This is terrifying. If this is in your neighborhood, you can imagine how you'd feel about you, your family, your children. This is a terrifying ordeal. But of course, the passage goes on. It says in verse 5, another weird, scary thing, Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains, he was always crying out and cutting himself with stones. It's terrifying. And in verse 6, he sees Jesus... From afar, okay, now I don't know how, how long of a distance this was, but I'm going to guess maybe 100, 150 yards. 
And this man is on the tombs, maybe a little on an elevated position. And Jesus comes up on a boat from the sea and steps out of the boat. And the first thing that my mind went when I first read this passage is now we got to fight. We got a man that we're going to find out has thousands, perhaps, of demons dwelling inside of him. And now the Son of God has rolled up on a shore in a boat. And this man locks eyes with Jesus as Jesus steps out of the boat. And remember how we started this podcast? Imagine if you could get the two strong guys in the same match. Well, now we have Jesus, the Son of the Almighty God, and a man who's possessed with demons, plural. What do you think is going to happen? Well, in verse 6 it says, When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and fell down before him. Interesting, right? It says in verse 7, And crying out with a loud voice, he says, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you, I implore you, I urge you, I compel you, do not torment me. Isn't that interesting? This man goes from the scariest creature to being scared of Jesus. And you have to picture Jesus. Jesus does not look like Rambo, okay? Jesus looks like a common Galilean rolling up in a boat and all of a sudden we have a very terrified, demon-possessed man. It says in verse 8, For he was saying to him, Jesus was saying to the man, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. So Jesus asked him his name, and he said, My name is Legion, for we are many. Does anyone know what the word Legion means? What is it? It's somewhere between three and 6,000 Roman soldiers. Okay? So a lot of commentators believe this man is possessed by thousands of demons. Okay, you can tell where he gets his strength. So he says, my name is Legion, for we are many. Listen to verse 10. And he, Legion, begged Jesus earnestly not to send them out of the country. And I don't believe it's because he loved that area. Okay? I think it's because of where Jesus could send him. Now, it doesn't say where Jesus could send him, but we're going to find out it's probably somewhere a little unsavory, somewhere that the demons don't want to go. Because listen to what it says in verse 11. Now a great herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. And they, the demons, begged Jesus saying, send us to the pigs. Let us enter them. So whatever Jesus could have done, sending these guys into the pigs was mercy. He adjures Jesus, don't torment me. Don't do what you can do, what you're capable of doing. In fact, there's a great herd of pigs over here on the hillside. Jesus, please... Send us to the pigs. And I love what it says in verse 12. And they begged him, saying, send us to the pigs. And it says in verse 13, he gave them permission. Okay, go ahead. Go cast yourselves into the pigs. And it says, the pigs, numbering around 2,000, rushed down the steep bank into the sea and were drowned in the sea. And the match is over. Do you notice that? We don't have a fight. We don't have a struggle. We don't have any tension. This demon-possessed man who has thousands of demons inside of him is so terrified of Jesus, he sprints to Jesus. Not to fight, but to beg Jesus for mercy. And what was mercy to this man is to be cast into pigs and for the pigs to be drowned in the sea. The demons, not the man. So the demons come out of the man, are cast into the pigs, the pigs are drowned in the sea, and that was mercy to the demons. And I'm reading this going, that is remarkable. Jesus, the power that was inside of Jesus. 
Well, that's a remarkable story, but that's not where the story ends because the story takes an odd turn. Because it says in verse 14, the herdsmen fled and told it in the city and in the country. And people came to see what had happened. And they came to Jesus and saw the demon-possessed man, the one who had legion, sitting there, clothed in his right mind, and they were afraid. So there's this demon-possessed man. I don't know how long he was there, but he was tormenting the whole region. They come back after they hear the story, and they see the man sitting there normal, perfectly in his right mind, maybe whittling a stick, maybe playing his harp. Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. And it says they're afraid. Why do you think they're afraid? Isn't that a strange thing to say? Because it hadn't said that up to this point. It didn't say the people were afraid of this man. But now, once the man's in his right mind, it says they were afraid. In verse 16, it says, And those who had seen it described to them what had happened to the demon-possessed man and to the pigs. In verse 17 says, They began to beg Jesus. What do you think is going to follow this? To let them follow him? That's what you would assume, right? Jesus, you're amazing. Jesus, you're powerful. Jesus, you're holy. You're awesome. Please let us follow you. They begged Jesus to depart from their region. Please leave, Jesus. Is this odd to you? I'm reading this going, this, this is backwards. I was terrified of the demon-possessed man. Jesus comes and saves the day, and I fall down at Jesus' feet and say, let me follow you. Now, this does happen because, in verse, remember, there was a man at the beginning of the story who had demons inside of him. In verse 18, it says, As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed with demons begged him that he might go with him. It says in verse 19, He did not permit him, but he said to him, Go home and tell your friends how much the Lord has done for you and how much mercy he had upon you. And he said he went away and began to proclaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everybody marveled. Now what's unique about the story, there's a lot of things that are unique about the story, but what, what's unique to me, especially as we're talking about fear, is there's one who's terrifying at the beginning of the story, the man who has thousands of demons, right? But then someone more scary comes into the region. And we know that because the scary is scared of Jesus, or is terrified of Jesus. The scared, the, t- the tables are turned on the scared. It's kind of like if you were, a, a, remember Haddon? When you were little, you were scared of things, and remember the dark used to scare you? And to embarrass Haddon, but, but I used to say to Haddon, well, imagine if something scary scared the monsters. Jesus scared the monsters that day, right? It's like if you had a monster in your bed, coming out of your bed, coming out of your closet to get you, and a T-Rex comes in your window and eats the monster, and the monster's dead. Well, the monster's terrifying this, this area, and Jesus comes out, saves the day, casts the demons out, and the situation's gone. But what's strange to me is they're now scared of Jesus, but not in the right way, not in the way that I want to follow you, but in the way of Jesus, please get out of, your, out of our region. Please leave. And I don't know why that is. Maybe they got used to the demon-possessed man. Maybe they, didn't, they were sad that the pigs were dead, and they liked the pigs, and they were worried about their money. I don't know. Maybe they were just terrified about the holiness and the power within Jesus. If this man is scary, how much more powerful is this man, and he makes us uneasy? Whatever it was, the reaction is not what it should have been. It should have been, Jesus, you're that mighty, you're that powerful, I fear you, let me follow you. No, what they say is, Jesus, please leave. Does this remind you of something? Do you remember when Jesus was about to be crucified and Pilate came and said to the people, I'll give you a choice. You could have Barabbas, the crook, the chronic criminal, the the one who is really scary, or you can have Jesus Christ, the one who is kind and tender and compassionate, 
the Savior. And then what did they say? Give us Barabbas and crucify Jesus. It's a remarkable story, but it's a backwards story. Because as we spoke on Sunday, what should the fear of God do? Draw you away to, from Jesus or draw you to him? To him. He says, fear thee not, for I am with thee. Be not to yes. For I am thy God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I Amen. will clothe you with the right hand of my righteousness. Amen. And the safest place to be is not away from Jesus. It's right with Jesus. And that's kind of where we're going in our lesson tonight. I hope that encourages you to stay very near our Lord because he is the Almighty One. And even the demons, even thousands of demons, are terrified of him. Therefore, you have nothing to be fearful of if you fear Jesus, if you fear God. Thanks for listening to the Devotional Toddcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. Learn more about us at CrossroadsOfLittleton.com. Crossroads Church, seeking to shine the light and love of Jesus in the heart of New England.